This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a podcast? It's been, uh, it seems like a long time since we've had a normal, regular day. But today is the day, at least for four days or five days or a week or maybe a little longer. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, you know that uh, Barbie movie came out over the weekend. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm not sure if you went to see it. I did um, not. First, yeah, I didn't go see it Or either, Oppenheimer. But, uh, didn't see that either. Yeah, I don't know what Oppenheimer is even about. I, I'm aware well, it exists. he created the atom bomb. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. It's about the development of it and all that. And that's, uh, okay, that's a different movie. That one looks interesting. I don't. I haven't been to the movie theaters in so long. Yeah, I don't like movie theaters. I don't know that I'm going anytime soon. Same. I, I would be interested in seeing that movie. You won't. It's three hours. But if it's uh, once it gets uh, to a home delivery system, I could watch it in three days, which one hour pro- yeah, a day, which will probably be within the next few weeks. Yeah, they do seem to uh, come out much quicker than yeah, they used to. They have to. I was even somewhat interested in this Barbie movie. Uh, Gina's son went to see it with his girlfriend, and he was telling us about it, and it actually sounded somewhat humorous. Yeah. So I, I watched like, mm. a three-minute trailer on it. Yeah. I'm out. You're out. Yeah. Yeah, what he was describing sounded kind of interesting to me because it sounded kind of funny. But also, I been was reading reviews that it was a very feminist, pro-feminist type movie. Like okay. all, Supposedly, all the Kens work for Barbie in this uh, movie. Okay. But I just got to start to think, did you ever have a Ken doll? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. And you had, you grew up with a sister, right? Yeah. She but had she Barbie? Was six, she's six years older than I am. Oh, okay. So you're a little bit of a, of a different age, a little bit of an Much age Much different gap. relationship with my sister than I have my brother, my yeah. younger brother. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was in high school. Right? So when she was a freshman, I was in like fourth grade. Oh, yeah. No, much, you were way Much off. different stages of life. Yeah. So she wasn't playing with Barbie dolls. No, I mean I'm sure recall. she did as a when she was eight years old, I guess, but not not. I don't remember that at all. I, she, I remember my sister into music. That's what I as a teenager. Oh, okay, so That's you got some music influence from her. I'm not even saying that. I just remember she was really into her music. So if you think of right, so when she was probably 12 or 13, I was six and seven, and that's through the image of her. I remember blasting her music in the car. She had the Walkman, all those things, the cassette players. Yeah. That's what I remember about my sister, really into music. And did you get any musical influence from her? No. Nothing? No, because we like a bunch of different music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember I used to look through my sister's stack of albums just to see what was going on. I didn't really know much about sure. music back then. Good thing you didn't say underwear draw. That yeah, I know. I, as that was leaving my mouth, it sounded like <laughs> that's where I was headed, but uh, I turned it around. But yeah. I actually, I had a Ken doll when I was a kid. Why? I think my grandmother got me a Ken doll. Okay. But it was a Ken doll. He, had a ba- he wore a bathing suit, and he had a string that you could pull on the back. Where he it would... ripped the bathing suit off. <laughs> and he would say things. 
go. Okay. But but then once I put him in the bathtub because he was in a bathing suit, the didn't the voice work. didn't work. Yeah, I had GI Joes and and wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, and you had a Ken doll. I had a Ken doll. Yeah, <clears throat> I had a Ken doll. I had uh, the Dukes of Hazard guys as okay. dolls. Bo and Luke Duke. Bo and Luke Duke. I had them. Uh, I had some wrestlers. I had the, the superheroes, of course, as well. But I did have that Ken doll. But um, everyone always joked about the Ken doll because he, they go, oh, he's smooth in the front. Have mm-hmm. you heard this? No. You don't ever hear people talk about the Ken doll is smooth in the front? No. He is like... No, genitals because it's a doll. Right. But they always say that about Ken doll, but Barbie didn't have a vagina. And no one ever mentions that. How would you know, Al? Did you rip her bathing suit off too? I've seen a nude Barbie. <laughs> well, none of the... Uh, right, but people had it. But people will always say, oh, Ken, you're like a Ken doll, smooth in the front. But Barbie was smooth in the front too. Okay. They Neither one of them had Barbie genitals. Barbie had boobs though. <clears throat> Barbie had boobs if she did not have genitals. Right. And they both had butts. Okay. But I was reminded of a, of a doll from the Barbie line named Skipper. And Skipper, this is very bizarre, would never happen today. The Skipper doll, which my sisters had, um, she was like a teenager. Teenage. So Skipper wasn't a boy, it was a girl. Skipper was a girl. Okay. Teenager. But I guess the idea of the Barbie, of the Skipper Barbie doll was that at some point, she went through womanhood. Okay. Because you would turn her arm and her boobs grew. Wow, that's weird for a kid's little doll. Yeah. I, I had no idea. You would say that's weird, right? I would say that's odd, yes. Yeah, and would probably not be made today. Are they playing pickleball? In, in Giants Park, yes, in San Francisco. That's kind of weird, too. But this is pickleball, man. I do not get this for the life of me. This is on CBS Sports Network right now as we're recording this. They're playing pickleball where the San Francisco Giants play baseball. Yeah, they put it in the outfield. The court is down, hmm. and that's what they're doing. That is that is weird, wild stuff. Sure is. I'm I'm blown away by this pickleball. Yeah. I really am. But oh, whatever, teach his own. I wonder if I could get a skipper doll on eBay. I bet you you could. Probably expensive, though. Um. Well, was it a short run? I don't know how long Skipper was around, but... Now, if I put in Skipper doll, am I going to get the Skipper from... Uh... No, put in a Skipper Barbie. There it is. Comes right up. Skipper Dipper? You were hoping to get Skipper from... You get uh... a Skipper doll for $8.49. Nah, they mass produce those Skipper dolls. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them, actually. Are any of them topless in the photos? You really want to know if a doll is topless. Correct. You're Just in the photo dude. that you're looking at, I'm saying, is someone no. advertising? So I'm checking on eBay, the original ones. Yeah. Okay, the, the vintage, original. Because it looks like those are still being made. So if you want an original. With eh, the growable chest. Pre-owned. Yeah, they're going for not a ton, but 300 bucks. Wow. I mean, some are cheaper because they're used. I mean, I got to check my sister's. What I can't uh, see is if there's any like that are still in the box from back then. Oh. And that does not. Here's one for seven fifty. A rare skipper doll and dress made in. I don't know what that says. So there's some that are really expensive. Yes. Yeah. And some are fifteen dollars. A 1987 tropical skipper doll. Um, ten dollars. Did you have a stretch? Here you arm? go. Here you go. You ready for this? This is right up your alley. You get everything. 
Huge lot of vintage 1960s Barbie Skipper, Ken, and Barbie dolls. Two grand. It's a lot of money, but you might have a great find in there. You might. You might find something that's worth two grand itself. Did you have a Stretch Armstrong? I believe so, yes. There was very arms. Yeah. Yes, I did. But when you first got it, it was very hard to stretch. Like, it actually had to be broken in. Okay, like a glove. Yeah, like a glove. Or you could leave them out in the sun, and that would, that would that make true? them really soft. What yeah. about a mallet? That's what I do with baseball gloves. I bang a glove with a mallet. You probably could have banged a, the uh, Stretch Armstrong with a mallet. There you go. I don't. I remember. I do remember. I remember my brother having one of those. I'm sure I did too. But I was outside playing. No, I'm kidding. You had GI Joe with the real with like the hairy beard. No, I had the little figurines. Oh, the figure because they had like a like a ten inch tall. Oh no 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 no. G. no I had the, I had the small little figurines. Oh okay, like the action figures. Yes, those I had a ton of. Never. I, I see. I got into Matchbox cars. I got into the GI Joe action figures. I'm trying to think what else. Never really the superheroes, ever. I never got into Batman or Superman or anything like that. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, back in the day. And I guess that was it, really. He-Man, did you get into He-Man? A little bit. That was more my brother. My brother liked uh, He-Man. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's yeah. that was more him. I had uh, Action Jackson, which was yeah, like... Yeah, you've told me that. I don't it was know like a ripoff of G.I. Joe. Yeah, I don't really know G. Uh, Action Jackson. You, you Only from you. They did make a movie called Action they Jackson. They did, with Apollo Creed, with Carl Yeah, Weathers. Yeah. And it was based on that, that uh, oh, I didn't know thing. That. Yeah. But when I had an Action Jackson, it was a white doll. Okay. But uh, what was his name? Carl, Carl Weathers. He's a black gentleman. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Yeah. So they changed it up a little bit for the movie. There you go. But uh yeah, so Barbie uh pulled in some big cash, Jerry. Yes. I will not be I will I would that's the type of one that if it's on my television at home I might take a glance at it to yeah. see if it's interesting, but I would say based on looking at the trailers not interested. Got it. With you. Yeah, I'm I'm out. Let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. I know back in the day we were offered Paramount Plus as employees. Are we still offered that? I don't believe so. So I got cuz I got to sign up. I got uh, I got through 15 seasons of NCIS. I got to get through the next uh, four, and it's only on Paramount Plus on oh. Amazon. So I got to sign up for now Amazon Prime. I got to buy the seasons. I'd rather get Paramount Plus on oh, monthly yeah. fee and get all the programming. Yes, to where I can actually watch that too. All right, so that we're as employees, we don't get that anymore. That's no, how we I screwed that up. I don't. Uh, I don't recall ever getting that option. I thought I thought it was offered to us. Maybe when it first well, yeah came out. Yeah, I don't know. I I I bought it for the. I had it for a couple months when I was watching Survivor one. Yeah, yeah. Did you recently. like it? Yeah, they actually had good stuff on there. Did you watch Tulsa King? No. That I would like to see. That's a, there's a couple of reasons why I actually would like to get it. Right. So now that you've built up some things that you know yes. you're interested in, it'd be worth it. I'm, I think I'm going to do that today. I did see they're raising the price of our YouTube yeah, I saw that. premium. Yeah, I know. I had it for like five months and the price is going up. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think it's going up a dollar a month. Whatever. Still worth it. Which means in five years, it'll be up on, it'll be $5 more. I know. Every year, there's increases. Yeah, everything goes up. I know. Everything goes up. Now, did you see that uh, Twitter, the Twitter bird is no longer, Jerry? Has that happened yet? Yeah, it's happened. Oh, okay. The Twitter is now an X. Okay. I, I honestly, I don't care about this. This doesn't, uh, yeah. That's well, fine. Yeah, but you know what's weird? People are looking for reasons to be outraged about 
Twitter. It works the same, though. It's the same. People are like, Who cares? the bird's gone, and it's replaced with an X. Yeah. I'm out. Well, I'm fine. I, People be... are looking for a reason to get out. So, like, mine is still the same. Like, if you open it up, is it still the same? Yeah. Should I'm I uninstall? What if I uninstall? No, it no, I'm trying to think like where, like I had it open on the desktop yeah. and the upper left-hand corner was the X, not the bird. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uninstall it mm-hmm. and I'm going to reinstall. And see if you get an update? Yes. Because I would like to, I would like to see it. You want to see, you want to be the one thing the I, know. The only thing I never liked about Twitter was the stupid logo. Also, this is perfect for I you. I never did like that. The so, bird. Tweet, tweet. Yeah. The bird. The bird. All right. So let's see if I go to uh, Google Play. Yeah. If I go to Twitter on that, do I get the X? Twitter. No, it's still the bird. Still the bird. Okay. That's yeah, so weird. Know. Maybe it's a slow rollout. All right. So I went to a uh, restaurant during my vacation. Just one? No, I went, I went to a couple. Nothing crazy. But I wanted to go to one. Uh, there's there's one in Bradley Beach that people had talked about. I'd never been. So I went there. By the way, is there miniature golf in Bradley Beach? There is. There is. Right on the boardwalk. No kidding. Yeah. Kim was going to go down there the other day. They ultimately went down to Wall. They didn't go. But I'm like, I didn't know there was a... How's it do? Uh, it does well. It does well. There's always uh, people there. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's You know why? It's the only thing on the Bradley Beach boardwalk. Yeah, no, I can, I can imagine. It's probably packed on nice nights. Yes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. Um, Your restaurant. Oh, yeah. I went to this restaurant. And when I was uh, got my bill, it said, uh, the note said, if you're going to use a credit card, you know, it was one of these things. They tell you it's a three and a half percent charge. No charge for cash or debit card. Right. Hmm. Now, I... Always use my debit card. Mm-hmm, but they run it as credit. And I've, so I was like, hmm, you know what? This is interesting. So when I went home that day, I Googled this situation. <clears throat> and it is illegal to charge a fee for debit card. But I think part of that is you have to tell them. If you just give them a debit card and they run it, they run it as credit. Yeah, I did read about this. It, it shouldn't matter. It should still... It, it doesn't cost them the transaction. That's interesting. This is going to be my new thing, only Jerry. Because, only because when I take credit cards for point of sale, yeah, and I'm, I have one little machine at home, if I just run it, it will go. If I hit debit first, that's when you need the code and it runs it as debit. Now, it's also an old unit. I'm sure these new ones and computers. But these restaurants, all, a lot of them use the old, the old stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to start looking for this. You should, because it's supposed to be like that with gas stations, too. You're supposed to tell them debit card, and they'll give you the cash price. The credit card price, which is $0.10 more per gallon. But they all run it as credit, unless you tell them. There are two states in the country, I can't think of them off the top of my head, where it is illegal to add credit card fees. Really? Where? Not New Jersey. Not New Jersey. We are on the list of you can add fees. Yeah. But I found that interesting, because... That was the whole point of the debit card was it's like cash. Yes, it is cash. It's coming right out of your account. Yeah, so then I guess that there's no fee for the restaurant because they're getting the cash right away. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm with, this is going to be my new thing, Jerry. Everything's a scheme. Um, Everything is a scheme. You're right. I know. Everyone's trying to scam us. Everyone's trying to make more money. Yeah. Where it goes is just going to be our, we're just going to add this new fee on. 
I was wondering, I was thinking like, maybe I'll just become the cash guy where I just walk around with a wad of cash. So we're going on vacation next week. And Kim said, should I start taking money out of the ATM? What are we doing? I'm like, I don't know. Because like, for instance, when we go to the baseball games, I have to check, but I'm pretty sure they're cashless. Like when you, yeah. go, to, when you go to City Field, you can't even pay cash to park. They won't take cash. It's a debit or a credit card. You want to buy something in the store? You know what they do? They tell you to go outside to the cash to card machine. You have to insert your money and it gives you a debit card you can use. Wow. I never they saw that. They will not take cash. So I said to her, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I said, maybe, maybe we go with $300 cash just to have it. And if we need it, or maybe we go to a restaurant that'll take it. But I don't know how many places you go to the airport. No one's taking cash. I don't think that's true. So it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah. Here's the other weird one too. So I went to another place during my, my vacation, my home vacation. And again, they said, uh, three per three point, whatever percent, if you use a credit card or you can use our ATM machine here and no, no, uh, no extra charge, but the ATM charged you. Yeah. I will never use one of these ATMs in a, in a store or restaurant unless they're like branded by like, that's a Wells Fargo machine or whatever. So I was just thinking, like, 3%, if I would have spent $100 at this pizza place. $3. It cost me $3. Yes. If I use their ATM. $7. Right. Yes. It's going to Because you're going to get a fee from the machine and then your bank. Correct. So, they got you every which way. Make, but it doesn't even make any sense. Like, who would go, oh, I don't want to pay this 3%. Let me use the ATM machine. How about this? And this is, I mean, such a much lesser extent. But this is how stupid we are. You go to at Wawa. They have big signs for their water. Two for a dollar ninety-nine. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll grab two. And then as I'm grabbing them, I'm like, but they're ninety-nine cents each. That's a penny more. Like they sell it like it's this big bargain. Yeah. It's actually more than if you just buy one. So all of these places are just they're just trying to make money. It's all marketing, That's all it Jerry. Is. It's all about money. There's they're nothing all else. Just trying to scam us. Yeah, pretty much. Like we're fools. And in a lot of cases, we are. We are fools. We are. I have so many times where I like do something that I regret it, like when I tipped the butcher. And I was like, what, the, what did I just tip the butcher for? I know, for? I know, I know. Because you felt pressured to. Right, I felt pressured to. Yep. And then I am annoyed at myself for the whole rest of the day that this it is what I It ruins your day, I'm it sure. It ruins my day. You don't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And I went to this pizza, this like pizza place in Belmar. It was a new place. So it was super thin crust pizza, which I do like thin crust pizza. But the, when it came out, it had barely sauce on it mm-hmm. and barely blocks of cheese. And I was like, what? What did you pay for that? Yes. Oh. I really just paid for this crust. Yeah. What goes to your theory from many podcasts ago, that's why you continue to go places that's good. And you don't venture out because you get disappointed. Right. And you're still spending the money. And then you think, why didn't I just go to the place where I knew the food was good? Correct. That's... But then you end up in a situation. <clears throat> look at all those courts they have going. That is proud. Uh, wild. But then you end up in a situation where you're just very routine and nothing ever changes. Right. And that's boring too. And then the other thing you fall into, very similar thinking, is if you even if you go to your same place that you go, you know what you always order is good. Yes. 
do you roll the dice and order something else? So I did that um, about two months ago. We went to a place with our friends, and I always, usually, I shouldn't say always, usually get the steak, or I would get um, this grilled chicken dish that they have that's outstanding. It's always one of the two. You know what? I'm getting the pork chop tonight. And it was was outstanding. Now, you can make the case, oh, steak, chicken, pork chop is all the same. Maybe. But if it came and it was, I don't know, if it wasn't cooked right, why didn't I just get the steak, you know? So I did do that. And it it paid off. It was great. Like, I actually, and I haven't gone back since, but like I told Kim, next time I'm getting the pork chop again. It was great. Like, that's my new favorite there. Right. So sometimes, this is is it, though. You got to figure out when you take the risk. Yeah. In restaurants. I totally agree. In that, choosing and then in choosing from the menu. Then there's, you know, MJ's and Matawan. Yeah. Then there they make great personal pies. The last time we went with the boys, Matthew and Joseph got a pizza. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get a, a nice little grilled chicken wrap, a little soup on the side. I'm going to try and be. Eh. Then the pizza came. I'm like, why didn't I get the pizza? Like, it was fine. Like I could have made this at home. The pizza's so good, and I was I was genuinely disappointed with my meal. Even though the meal was fine, it wasn't cooked badly. It was all it was everything I thought it would be. But then staring at them eat that thin crust pizza, oh, I'm like, I, I love a thin crust. Like I went out to dinner. I don't need to eat perfect. I could have had that. Come on, you jerk. The other thing I'll do now when I go out to dinner is I I make so much chicken at home. I refuse to order chicken in a restaurant. I don't blame you. Because I don't I, blame you. I feel like that's one thing I can make well. Right. And what are you going out for for then? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I like to make some I like to order something I'm not going to make at home like seared tuna. I I get it. I'm totally not going to sear my tuna. I don't like tuna, but I I would oh. understand getting it if I were you. Or even the salmon I don't make a lot at home. I don't know why. You know it was really good. The um so what was it? Harry and David sent us all the meats. On Thursday when we were talking about this, man, which I feel like I'm getting pushed out, by the way. Yeah, you're slowly That's getting... It's quickly a, becoming just a boomer and geo thing. Yep, and you're out. Uh, oh, I better not be out, but I think I have any control over it. I can tell you that. Uh, oh, yes, sir. Okay, sir. You got it, sir. Whatever you guys want. Um, they send all the meats on Thursday, so we brought them home Friday. And I'm thinking, ah, Terry and David. I'm like, I know them for fruit and little gift baskets, but meats, I will tell you, they're bone-in ribeye steak phenomenal i made those for matthew and joseph on saturday because they love steak it was i had a a little piece it was outstanding put them right on the grill yeah pleasantly surprised yeah really good so look at that look at that how about that how about that all right jerry let's do the warm-up program we'll be back here tomorrow same um time 5 a.m time same bat channel absolutely your bat channel is wfan so what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.02. It's Monday. We're all here. How about that? The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you. And off his second uh, vacation week, he's got a couple more to go. I say good morning to Al Jose Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, no, I need a lot of vacation uh, in the well, summer. Well, you have I, it. I recharge my batteries. Yeah, and it's yeah. good because at the end of the week, you've had enough, and then you take another week off. Uh yeah well now this time I gotta go two two weeks, weeks. Jerry. oh two, my gosh full two weeks by the way today starts the new, a new era at WFA and it all, does all the new shows begin that is correct so I know there's a name for uh, Evan and Tiki they're calling that show Evan and Tiki mm-hmm. I don't it's know just Brandon Tierney and Salicata why I don't know I your friend is the boss you tell me why <laughs> <laughs> the hell do I know yeah their show is called Brandon Tierney and Salicata show. But their their uh, social media handles are BT and Sal. Okay. That sounds a little more snappy. I guess. A little catchy. Brandon not going to make me listen or not listen, so. So the promos are going to say Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. I think so, yeah. I think so. I mean, we got to get our last names. And let's change warm-up show to Al Dukes and Jerry Recco. It's whatever. Um, get just keep listening. I don't care. You, you can call us the wild turkeys. It don't matter. Do not <laughs> run promos where you're calling Jerry and I the wild turkeys. You I will do not that. go for that. That'd be it's fine. Confuse people, Jerry. We're already doing campers in the morning. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> people will be very confused with wild turkeys. Uh, maybe. I'll just give you that straight up. Yeah. So that's exciting today, Jerry. Especially I think. when you turn it on and it's CeeLo and C-Mac. <laughs> Correct. Some mornings. Yes. The, the summer is very confusing for what people. What the hell is going on here? And it happens every summer, but people act like it's the first time it's happening. When I know. They go, it was on vacation. Yeah, we everyone takes the vacations in the summer. Because here's the thing, Jerry. When the fall comes around, we've got, well, I was going to say playoff baseball, but who knows? You'll have one team in. The Yankees. Yeah. Uh, when we got Aaron Rodgers yeah. and the Jets, mm-hmm. we've got the Giants and their billion-dollar man, Daniel Jones. I mean, things are going to happen here in the fall. Yeah, it should be fun. We can't take vacation in the fall. Oh, I'm going to take a week off in September. <laughs> Did you not hear that Aaron Rodgers is going to be here? I did hear, yes. Daniel jo- and Ron jo- and Jones. But you know who's been here all summer? Who? Me. <laughs> you got to take off, Jerry. I am. I'm taking off next week. Oh, okay. I take one week in the summer. That's it. Wow. I live for the summer. I know Jerry. you do. You should. Live. You live down there. That's the whole point of living where you are. If you don't enjoy these 10 weeks, when are you going to enjoy? But here's the thing. I was thinking about this yesterday as I was driving around, and it was 900 degrees in my automobile when mm-hmm. I got into it, is I bet you around where we live here, if you're listening in the tri-state area, about 85% of the days of the year are too cold or too hot. And we get about 15% of days where it's like, this feels comfortable. I would say that's probably true, sure. But, I mean, that's probably better than most places. Arizona's probably too hot most of the time. Yeah. 
I mean, if you think about the Northeast, you go up, it's probably cold too much. Hmm. So, so you're saying we maybe don't have it so bad. It's not great, but it's not so bad. I did, uh, on my vacation, Jerry, I somehow found the time to <laughs> watch the full Netflix series uh, Quarterback. Oh, good for you. I did too. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The first couple episodes, I was like what you were saying, where you were like, ah, I mean, it's all right. Am I rushing to get to the next one? No. But as I went along, I started to enjoy it. You know, did you? The, I didn't. Here's what I think the problem was, Jerry. Maybe this is what... Way too much uh, highlights of games that we've seen from last year I that agree. I didn't even remember. Well, that and maybe you remember it or not, we kind of lived it already. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It did not captivate me at all. Yeah, I guess the like series. the behind the scenes stuff, but there was so much okay. of in-game footage. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of football stuff. And Patrick Mahomes just calls everyone dull. He does. I might start doing That's that. his favorite. Please don't. Don't embarrass yourself. I'll be like a great update, big dog. When you get when you get done, with, I might punch you. <laughs> like you'll you'll come out of the the studio. I'll go great update, big yeah. dog. Let's try that. And then uh, like uh, B- when Boomer now do it to them. He's a football player. Boomer does the sportsman. I'll be great sportsman at big dog. Such <laughs> <laughs> a jackass. So I don't know. To me, Patrick Mahomes came off less likable than he came I, off like Patrick Mahomes. I he's so dramatic. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. He's like a drama queen. Yeah. If you're allowed to say that anymore. He's so, like, he's so dra. I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not. And I know you're trying to act like. Wasn't any I'm different a tough than guy. Kirk Cousins, though? Yes. <gasps> <gasps> that man had the I wind mean, knocked out of him. The, the game in Buffalo. Jesus, God yeah. Almighty. It was oh. like he was putting together a sound effect library. Yeah. I like, forgot about it. that part. You're, well, but that's part of it. Like, the the only thing I took, I shouldn't say the only thing, the biggest takeaway for me watching that series is, as long as they ain't playing the Cowboys, I'm rooting for Kirk Cousins now. Agreed. Other than that, and I liked his wife. I thought his wife right. was pretty cool. Just a sweet family. Other than that. The opposite of the Mahomes family. The the wife's annoying. <laughs> I would say, and then and the other one, Mariota. I mean, wife, and include a that. Fest. Bo- ter- boring, yeah, just a boring. And that's fest. that was a not a large part of it, but enough to where I'm like, I don't want to see these yeah. two. Don't care about no the wife or no. him. And I I hope they do it again. Maybe we'll have three other quarterbacks. Well, I guess it was uh, renewed. Not interested. Yeah, it was well done. Like it looked good, but the storylines are to me nothing. Yeah, I also found like Patrick Mahomes curses a lot, and after everybody does, except for Kirk Cousins, who's Correct. a religious guy. Correct. Very. And I religious. enjoyed uh, Kirk Cousins. Yes, I like it. You're, I'm with you, Jerry. I'm rooting for Kirk Cousins now. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Full on rooting for him, and and rooting against Patrick Mahomes now. <laughs> well, that's your guy, though. When yeah. everyone was against no. him last year, you stood tall. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm off. You're I'm, out. I'm I'm off the Kirk Cousins. Out bet. on Patrick I mean, the, Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's enough. He's dramatic. He thinks he's the best. I hope he goes into a, a Super Bowl drought now. Well, it'd be okay. He's already won a couple. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Uh, a couple other things I picked up from it. One, uh, the quarterback position way more complicated than I thought. Why? You didn't think? I don't. I guess I you've didn't... been working with a former MVP quarterback. But I guess it didn't really hit me how much they, they do have to know. Sure. I know where everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. At all times. Mm-hmm. And how fast speaking it is into your ear, and then For you sure. gotta get it to your teammates. Number two, the how sore everybody is. And just as they are are getting unsore, 
there's another game. But I'm surprised as you were in the Bucks locker room. You don't remember seeing how banged up guys were on no. Mondays after games? Nope. That's the one thing. I remember covering the Giants in 04 that my eyes were wide open when you go in there. And not everyone spoke on Monday. The coach, for sure, when they lost, you would have an open locker room for an hour on Monday. And you'd see guys with treatment, the bruises. I, I could not believe what I saw. I'm surprised you didn't take notice of that when you covered the Bucks. Yeah, I did not take notice of that. But uh, that and then thinking about when we hear the players complain about a short week. Yeah. We're like, get out there and play. It's terrible. I mean, the, the guys are like rec- barely recovered by Saturday. Yeah. Then they play Sunday. Then if you get a short week, forget it. You got no time to recover. Yeah. And you're back on the field in real time. That and then the when we hear players complain about adding a 17th week and they want to go to a, mm-hmm. a, go to an 18th and and just the compounding yep. of the injuries as the season it's goes too much. on. Yeah, it is Because crazy. I think you can get to a part, not every season, but I think there could be years and probably have been where you don't get the best teams winning in the playoffs because maybe the season's too long because of injuries. And if you extend, and they're going to. I mean, I, I firmly believe they're going to go back to two preseason games and give you 18 regular season games. It's too much. The 16 was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. But it's a, it's a physical game. I've always said, how many times have we talked about, we, whether it's callers, hosts, whoever, you sit there and we talk about them like they're not people, and then you watch a game on the sideline and the violence and the speed, and you're like, oh, my God. And we're sitting there saying, how did you miss that tackle? Because the cheetah just ran past you. That's how. <laughs> yeah, and then even the quarterback's getting hit after they throw. Yes. It's just everything. Yeah. Or this is what would annoy me the most if I was a quarterback. When you get drilled or something, and then there's a holding call on your player. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. What a waste of a hit <laughs> that you just took. Right, you just blasted me in the ribs, and it doesn't even count. I think it also went to show, and we've talked about this too a million times, how important the offensive line is in football. Like, the quarter, Kirk Cousins has lost games because he's got no time to throw the ball. And they're not often, but there were a couple of times in the docuseries where he's like, can someone block? <laughs> like, it's hard. It's tough. Yeah. It's really difficult. That and in the middle of all this for the quarterbacks, they're learning these playbooks. They change every week because the team's got film on you and they're getting hit sure. nonstop and they're in, uh, uh, they're working out, they're getting treatment. Oh, it's then, and then Kirk Cousin goes and uh, feeds homeless people. Yes. On top of it. My gosh. Mm-hmm. I've always said the things we don't discuss like a lot of these guys do on their off days is remarkable, but no one cares because it's not sexy and doesn't sell headlines. And then, oh, also being a husband and father. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's a full week. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. And he's talking to the, the team psychiatrist. Right. You know, I mean, it's busy. And Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is doing some workouts. I didn't know what those things were, where he was he's yeah. taking this thing. And it's, then did you see him doing the things where he put the – the weight on his back, like he was going to do um, what, squats, mm-hmm. but instead was jumping in the air. Oh, oh! Is right. that all? Wow, they're cool. physical specimens, Al. That was some weird, wild stuff, Jay. There was a a weightlifter, I believe, he broke his neck trying to with the four hundred pounds. Yeah. I think. Ugh, I just I saw that over that. the weekend. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, you bring up weights. Oh yeah, you hit the weights over the week. I, I didn't hit it. Jerry took the week off. That didn't that didn't inspire you. No, to start slinging tires. It did not. And sprint down Ocean Avenue. That did not. No, the quarterback series inspired me to stay on my couch and keep hitting play. 
next episode. Next episode. Yeah, well, good for you. You're able to do it in eight days. Yes. I, yeah, I do. I can only watch one episode a day. I can't. It's, I did. Well, I shouldn't say I agree. I watched a couple. Yeah. Uh, at a time. But it's good. You're right. Was it great? Did uh, If you missed it, did you miss that? No. I, I don't know. I don't think you did. I think if you watch Hard Knocks, like most people have, and if you've watched enough football, yeah. Right. If you watched Hard Knocks before and you've ever seen NFL films mic'd up player, yeah, you got it. Pretty much. And again, it was done well. I just, eh. That one dude on the Raiders, Crosby. Mm-hmm. Defensive, Max Crosby. Yeah, yeah, defensive dude. Boy, he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> a lot of the good ones are. And I was, that actually showed me, like, if I'm a, a a team and I watch that series, I would just keep annoying Patrick Mahomes all game because that Max Crosby threw him off his game a little bit. Yeah. Now, they 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 beat the Raiders. They did, but he wasn't himself. And he was a, he was annoyed by yeah. Max Crosby. Well, you got to get to him. Yeah, you got to get to right, him. And that's the big part of that. give him a punch. Not only you got to get past the offensive line, then he's very uh, agile, as yeah. they say. So, but yeah, I mean, what, how do you think the Giants beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl when yes. they were unbeaten? And the Rex Ryan Jets beating up Tom Brady. Same thing. I have that big uh, blown up uh, Sports Illustrated cover back in Is the office. Is that where that's from? Yeah, and it's Tom Brady getting mauled by the Jets, and he's he looks like a Muppet. Yeah. He's getting thrown around. Like you, you can be great when no one's bothering you, and you got five seconds to throw. All of a sudden, you drop back, and you got three guys in your face. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. Oh, yeah. He'll rattle you. Oh, so, it sure does. I might uh, let some defenses know to watch that if anybody's playing the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure they're trying to. Got to have the talent to do it. Oh, and this is one more thing that I... Yeah. I never understood when... T- and, and this would happen for Cowboys, Redskins. If the Cowboys were terrible or the Redskins were terrible, they still would play each other... Twice. To, uh, but they'd play each other well. Oh, sure. The no division how, rival. Yeah, the... This idea that, and I always thought, like, so what? You're in the same division. If one team's really good and one team's not, how how are they uh, being competitive? But just what what they were saying in there, which is how much film and uh, and knowing uh, playing each other so often, yeah. how that helps, even if your teams are not at the same skill level. So I well, it is things. that, and there is also the elevated excitement of playing a division game. I mean, there's a lot to it. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, you see a team twice a year, you can't stand them. You see a team once every four years, it's another game. Then we always talk about our short term memory with oh, uh, yeah. with games and things. Sure. So watching that that series in the last episode, it was the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes against the Eagles. When it was tied at 35, I was like, oh, this must have been a great game. <laughs> I did not. A game that you watched. And no recollection I, I, of that I'm game well, being 35-35. Uh, yeah. A Super Bowl yeah. in the fourth quarter. And then if you go back and watch it, it might come back to you. Yeah. But if I asked you right now to recap the Super Bowl from just four months ago. No. I'm with you. No idea. No, it would take me a while. And I sat there and watched it like you did. And then talked about it the next day for six hours. And then it's just gone. Well, that was funny, too. We've been watching the series. You're like, oh, big Bengals Chiefs game. I, I wonder who won this one. <laughs> You're such a dope. <laughs> that, yeah, I do have remembered that. Well, just uh, in the season because they uh, – Yeah, that was the game in Cincinnati. How Joe Burrow beat them three times yeah, in a row. Yeah, only team. You're so funny. <laughs> well, you know what? That's why we got shows like that to refresh your memory. Yes, to remind me. All right, we'll take a break. That's a, a nice little opener there. We've got Boomer and G. Everyone's here. Al's here. I'm here. Eddie's here. Boomer and G are here. And we'll all get back together at six right here on the fan.
Time 20 after 5. Good morning. It's a new week for some vacation week, for others a work week. Somewhere in between for other people. Who knows? Alan Jerry with you until 6 o'clock. Jerry, we got the Subway Series starting tomorrow. So uh, you're talking buzz, no buzz. Holy God! Are you going to go no buzz on that one? No, there's, I mean there's not zero buzz. It used to feel special. It doesn't feel like anything right now. So no Mets or Yankees tonight. No. Uh, so you got no base. Jerry, what am I going to watch tonight? I got no baseball. I guess. Uh, well, you wouldn't watch the baseball anyhow. So whatever I would. So you still okay? Watch. I will tell you, I watched one episode of this 90 Day Fiance. Oh. On Saturday, yeah. With Kim. She was embarrassed that you watch it. What? I, I we had to turn it off. Maybe because you didn't have the backstory and you oh only dropped in on Lord. one episode. You didn't like really get invested. I'm, no, I'm good. I'm out. I oh. I said we came across it. I said, you know, Sal and I'll talk about this. <laughs> oh, Sal watches as well. He does. Okay, good because his wife likes it. I said, do you mind? She goes, no. She goes, I'll watch it. It was atrocious. Yeah, well, sometimes it depends <laughs> on the season you get. What a but dork that went overseas good. with this. What the yeah, hell that is watching. Uh, oh my god! I do like when people give up and they go. There's not a single person in this country. I feel like <laughs> I match with. Maybe I'll try the Philippines. That's a you problem, <laughs> right? If everyone in the United States, oh stinks, my lord, yeah. Uh, but I also saw Jerry that Aaron Judge faced a live pitching he yesterday. Did. Yeah, he did. By the way. He did terrible. <laughs> I think the fact that he wasn't hurt when he was done is all that matters. I mean, this is, okay, so it goes. Aaron Judge faced live <laughs> pitching. Yes. He saw 16 pitches. Correct. Put zero balls in play. Right. Zero. Four, four foul balls, I believe. Yeah. What? What? Are, and we were like, good job. <laughs> you saw 16 pitches, put none in play. I think yeah. you're ready to roll. I also well, saw... remember, though, well, first of all, he was, I think he was facing Loisica. He was, yeah. Okay. So he wasn't pitching, facing a bullpen pitcher. I think he was facing a real major leaguer. He hasn't hit in live game action in however long, since that Dodger game, which is, well, I guess, yeah, I guess it was then. So however long that is. But remember, Pete Alonso came back off the injured list, did not do an assignment, no minor league games, and he was dreadful. Like, he wasn't ready to come back. This is just another step. I, the fact that he was able, he was out there, and hopefully his foot doesn't hurt when he wakes up this morning or his toe, the great yeah. toe, whatever. That's all you can. I mean, it's a step closer. That's all it is. In another major step closer for Aaron Judge, I had read uh, someone reported that he peed standing up. So, I mean, his toe is feeling better, Jerry. He's able to balance himself to stand. Who had that? Yahoo? Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports. I don't get a lot of breaking news. Yeah. But when they do... Golden Nuggets, Jerry. Golden Nuggets. Gold. I was thinking this the other day. You know how I'm like interested in names and things. You are. Well, just just the idea that it, in this very small group of teams we have here in New York, yeah, we have three major Aaron's. That's oh, okay. weird. All right, Aaron Judge. Right, Aaron Boone. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, something felt like something felt like something when I was on my break. That's how you spent your time? Yeah. Thinking about three errands? And I was like, let me uh, write a note to myself so I can remember to discuss this with Jerry. By the way, we're going to take this about as far as the running backs took their Zoom meeting on Saturday night. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) That is a mention. And move on, because even the article says nothing came of it. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do. But, hey, they talked. The running backs got on a Zoom meeting Saturday night. They're like, 
was our plan? What could we do? There is no plan. Nothing. Right. These are the rules. You abide by the rules or you don't play. But Sucks. The thing I don't understand about the uh, franchise tag situation is your union approved this. Yeah, I know. So yell at your union. Because they all don't, again, we've talked about this so often, they don't pay attention. I, you know what? Our unions approve things, too. You think I have any idea? No. What, when it just, no, I have no idea. I just, okay, got it. I'll sign. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, you don't want to be bothered reading it, and, no. then, uh, and then you sign it, and all of a sudden you're franchise tag. But you're right. It's It's kind of like when they negotiate these things, the players want X, 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 and X, and then the owners get what they want, or the league gets what they want. And in this case, the running backs have a bad deal. I also think, like, it's a... Uh... I'm a big uh, let the market play it out, right? Like okay. if, if you're worthy of that money or if someone doesn't want to pay you that, someone else will pay you that. Sure. And if not, then that's not the Well, that's the called free agency. Rate. Yeah. So now you want to you would do away with all that. I I guess in a in a perfect world for what you're talking about, every player would be on a one-year contract then. You get what you're worth. I was also seeing yesterday in the news that UPS might go on strike. I did see this. Now, it does seem unlikely once I read into the story. They've got like a 95% agreement on a new contract. Mm-hmm. And I think it's set for like the end of the week to strike. The 31st, I believe, yeah, is the day. Yeah, 31st. So I, it wasn't seeming like they were going to go on strike. But they were like talking to UPS workers on the news. And they're like, man, these packages only get delivered because of me. Yes, which is why you're paid to deliver the packages. <laughs> that is true. But, the one thing I did see, though, was the pilots are going to go on strike with them. Oh, the UPS pilots. That's what, I, that's what I saw. Now, that's a big deal. It's one thing to, uh, you'd have to cross the picket line. It's one thing to move packages by, by truck. Yeah. It's another thing if the pilots say, hmm, that plane ain't leaving. Yeah. Good luck. Then what if you're a small business that uses UPS? You're screwed. FedEx. Yeah, you got to go FedEx. You got to move on to FedEx or the postal service. But I was always like, okay, so... If you want to work for UPS, this is what we pay. Right. If it's not good enough, then go work somewhere else. They want better. I guess that's why I would never understood the union situation. I know it was a big union area. Yeah, sure. People love a union. Yep. But it's like McDonald's wasn't paying enough, and they didn't have enough employees. So they raised their prices to get workers. Okay. No union involved. Is that not a union job? I wouldn't know. I don't know. Like, I know a lot of supermarkets are union jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, this is what, like, if I have a coffee shop and I go, I uh, pay uh, minimum wage. That's what I pay. That sounds about what you would do. (laughs) I I pay minimum wage. My workers, why would they go on strike? Go quit. Go work at another coffee shop. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. And if all coffee shops pay minimum wage. That's what the going rate for coffee shops mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I understand. Let the marketplace. If decide. they accepted the role, the job. Yeah. Like I remember when I got my first job here, and Mark slid the salary and compensation across the table, <laughs> and my jaw almost broke because it hit the floor so fast. How low the pay was, <laughs> but I took it. Yeah. So I had no, was I going to complain? Six months later, I accepted that job in his office back in 1998. <laughs> it was. And I remember going home, shame to tell my wife. <laughs> Good news. Oh, you got the full-time job. Well, what is the pay, Jack? Oh, man. Yeah, when I was working in drug fair oh. back in the 1980s, yeah. 
I was working in drug fair. I think I was making four ten an hour. Okay. And I had been there like two years. <laughs> I was really digging in. You go on strike. <laughs> no, but then we heard, me and my friend Paul, who I did my other podcast with, we heard that the new hires were making four fifty an hour. See, that would piss me off. Yeah, and I went to the manager. I go, Paul and I have been here. He goes, well, that's the going rate now. I go, oh. I go, so then we should quit. And we get rehired. He goes, you could try that. <laughs> Did you? No, because no. I got the feeling he wasn't going to hire me. <laughs> but now you could have gone to Walgreens or CVS or somewhere else. Why didn't you? I don't know. I wasn't listening to my own, uh, mm-hmm. Your own, my advice. own advice. Yeah, Man. I got. I was just so comfortable at the drug fair. Uh, I, I get. But that right there, that word, that's the problem. You're in your comfort zone. Yes. And you don't want to go try something new. I'm a big comfort and zone I guy. I do agree that there are certain. You get to certain salary levels where it can be scary to do that. I understand that. But if you're making four dollars an hour back in 1988, <laughs> if that's you what it was. quit and they didn't hire you back. There were 7,000 other places you could have made yeah. uh, made $4 an hour. Correct. That's funny. I think my first minimum job, minimum wage job was five oh five an hour at the gas station. Oh, that was your first minimum? I believe that was my first minimum wage job. Let me tell you how old I am. My first minimum wage job was at Food Town, 335. Oof. Uh, 335 an hour? Yeah. Damn. I'm That's old, rough. Jerry. No, we are. I'm old. getting old. I know. I know. By the way, I did see that Saquon Barkley removed. He did that move oh, where you cares. where you remove the Giants yes, from I'm your sure, I'm sure, social uh, media. I'm sure Joe Shane is shaking as he drives <laughs> to, to work today. Yeah. Whatever. So do you think uh, he's playing? Or I no? don't know. I, do, I, never, I never even contemplated him not playing yeah. until and when I, I did the warm-up show Friday on this. So I come in Friday morning. And I find online, I find this podcast he did a week prior, the Money Matters podcast. Yeah, Money Matters. Whatever that is. And he was open. And he was he's sitting there talking about how even him, it's not in him to to do that to his team, but I don't really have any other, I don't know what to do. Again, I'm watching it and seeing his facial expressions. Like, I, he's a torn, like, his, his whole mindset is, like, split in half. I'm a team guy, but this is also my time. I want the contract, but I want to win. I, the whole thing threw me off to where I could see, I don't think he will, I could see him sitting out the season. Like, I wouldn't be stunned anymore. So does he not have to show up to any practices? No. Not until he signs the tender. Oh, okay. Nope. Hmm. Now, I did see uh, Xavier McKinney of the Giants said that uh, he says that the, all the players in the locker room would not blame no. or hold it against Saquon Barkley. I agree with that because at some point they could all be in that situation. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, it's it's they always say don't screw around another guy's money. I was all for this, like uh, we we're overpaying the quarterbacks until I watched that quarterback. No, show. I still think we're still overpaying the quarterbacks, specifically from watching that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Kirk Cousins can't win if those five guys in front of him don't help him out. Kirk Cousins can't win if the guys on the outside don't catch the passes that puts right in their hands and they drop it. Kirk Cousins can't win if the running back isn't a safety valve out of the backfield. Kirk Cousins can't win if the defense doesn't do their part. Why did the Vikings not win last year? Defense was horrendous. So to me, I get it. They do a lot. I'm not taking that away from them. But to me, it's gotta. there's got to be more balance with the salary structure, in my opinion. I don't think a quarterback taking up 25% of the payroll makes any sense on yeah. any level, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. 
Like, you've got to prove to me that you're better than everybody else and can actually make up for certain issues that your team has. Right. You have to be able to make up for the deficiencies of your team. Yeah. And not enough quarterbacks do that. I mean, no offense, but Dak Prescott's making 30-something million dollars a year, and while his rookie season was unbelievable and he unseated Tony Romo and all that, I love Dak. He hasn't been great, and he's making way too much money. Daniel Jones... Right here. I was the first one on his bandwagon last year before the season began. His salary's stupid. Meantime, you got the guy that's made you all that money or a big part of it can't sniff a third. I'm sorry, a quarter of what you're getting. You got to be kidding me. It's it's obscene. Yeah, that, and then when you look at it that way, it's well, very strange. That's the only way to look at it. Yeah. So I don't know if, if Andrew Thomas doesn't block for him this year. Good luck. You know what you're going to be? You're going to have a 50% passer completion rate uh, percentage. You're going to be a – oh, please. I, I can't take it. What do you think of the Giants signing Cole Beasley, former Dallas Cowboy? Great. He's the 14th wide receiver on their roster. <laughs> That's quite a depth chart. I don't, I don't think much of it at all. Will you think he'll be on the team, though? I don't. The, really? No. Nope. So uh, lining up against the Cowboys as a Giant not happening this year? I don't think so, but – I like Cole Beasley. You never know. Yeah, I like him as well. Didn't he come back and play for the Buccaneers and then quit? Yeah. That was him, right? That was him. He played one game. He's like, yeah, I'm <laughs> done. Apparently, he still wants to play. I mean, make up your mind. Well, after uh, he's been uh, sitting home doing nothing, Jerry, he's like, you know, maybe I do want to come back and play. Yeah, sitting home doing nothing aside from you, yeah. not good for most people. Yeah, for me, it's terrific. Yeah, not so good. Hmm. Not for me, anyway. And what about this running back, James Robinson, the Giants got? Is he well, the next Saquon Barkley? I guess Barkley if you don't Jerry? know if Barkley's going to be there, you need some uh, insurance. Got to have somebody to hand the ball off yeah, to. Yeah, that is very true. That's what I say. The Giants are a very – I know there's no buzz around them because yeah. of the Jets situation. They got a lot And of understandably buzz. so. The Giants are going to be very interesting to watch because their schedule is really difficult the first two months. Oh, is that right? And then it lightens up in the back half. I wouldn't be stunned if they get out to like a two and five start. Oh boy, I I hope I'm wrong. Well, I don't hope I'm wrong, but I could be wrong. But their schedule is really difficult, and with, if Barkley's not there in the beginning, that's a different team. I don't know. They're going to be like uh, all the calls to the show are going to be like, "I knew they shouldn't have signed Daniel Jones. He <laughs> didn't do nothing." Very much on the table, Al. You, that might be your stop it with the offensive line calls. Stop it with the Daniel Jones. You're going to have him forever. <laughs> well, you don't have to have him forever. But, yes, that could be your the death of you in the fall. And he tells me Jets' schedule also very difficult in the yeah, first the, half. Except for the fact that the Jets are supposed to be the team that the other team also says, crap, we have to play the Jets. Correct, Jerry. Good point. Uh, you know, and they got Aaron Rodgers, and they should be at full strength. The Giants might be missing their best player. Now, yeah. if I take Aaron Rodgers off the Jets... Not good. Right, not good. Not Not good, Jerry. Exactly. If I'm any of those other teams and I see the Jets on my schedule, like, crap. I play them? Yeah, you got to play them. Right, good defense. Aaron Rodgers. Great uh, great receivers. I mean, they they really should be really good. And if they're not, I'll be stunned. Then I'm never watching football again. If this is not a good team. Right. It will make no sense to me. We will never, if the Jets aren't good this year, we will never be able to be excited about a Ever. team leading into the season. I completely agree. Because we No got, more buzz. We were like, the Mets with the Scherzer and yeah. Verlander. All my, dud. Now, could Rodgers, before we break, 
Could Rodgers turn out to be old man Scherzer? No. I don't think so, but I guess that's on the table, I suppose. I don't think that's the case. I still feel like he's at the top of his game. And how about the fact he basically guaranteed he's coming back next year with the Jets unless they win the Super Bowl, and then who knows? Right he could ride off into right the into the sunset, Jerry. With a Jet championship. Dun, dun, on a horse. On a horse, yeah. So I would take a quick break. 538 mores to do's, and then you got, um, I was going to say Alan Jerry at six, but that would not be true. It would be Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, nice to have you with us. We're that close to the Boomer and Geo program. Coming up at 6 o'clock. Happy Monday to yous. What else? I saw the uh, Max Scherzer got another crap Max game. Scherzer is Stinks. the epitome of a very up-and-down, inconsistent, average pitcher who, if he would have went out and did his job on Saturday, the Mets would have been going for a sweep last night as opposed to losing the series. They gave him, I know they didn't score 10 runs, but they gave him leads, and all he did was give up home runs to guys they've never heard of. Yeah, four home oh runs he gave God. up. Oh, my God. Was that a four-game series or three-game three games? Three. Oh. The Friday night game got suspended because they had a monsoon roll oh. through in the fourth inning. They Man. finished it Saturday and then played Saturday night. That's what screwed me up. I knew that happened. Yeah. But when I went and I uh, went back on the scoreboard on the app, yeah, it looked like they played four games. No, no. they played par- half of one game on Friday, the other half on Saturday afternoon, then came back Saturday night. All right, you're going to need to edit your show sheets, though, Jerry. I Why wrote down on their uh, Mets split four-game series with uh, Red Sox. That they did. They lost a three-game series, two games to one. Mm. And la- Damn it. that's the other thing, too. Carlos Carrasco stinks. I mean, he... He can't get the. You see his line last night. What did he do? So that's a no. <laughs> False. He um, gave up. Yeah. Five runs on ten hits and two walks. How long do you think he pitched? Five runs. Five runs on say, ten hits and two walks. I would say four innings. That would have been great. You would have taken it. Two and a third. Two and a third. So not. Great. I mean, yeah, just awful. Yeah. Single. 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 Then they finally take him out. Drew Smith comes in. Wild pitch. Let's have another run score. And, oh, by the way, they're throwing guys out at the plate. I mean, it could have been worse. He's horrible. So between him not being any good, Scherzer, I don't know. And remember, supposedly he had mud in his cleat, fixed his slider problem last week. That was what he said, not what I'm saying. What a load of crap. How about you've just gotten old and you're not as good? Right. And now you're making us nervous about Aaron Rodgers. Yes, you although ju- although I went to the Met game Wednesday night and Justin Verlander was outstanding. Oh, you went to the Met game? We did. That was Wednesday. You were working as well the next day? I took off Thursday oh, okay. because of the game. So you went to, did the Mets win that game? They did. Verlander was unbelievable. And this game was two hours and five minutes. Well pitched, well played. Mets scored some runs. Even, Beautiful night. Even when I'm off, I get up in the morning, Jerry, when I... Make and watch my, the highlights. When I make my coffee, I watch the Mets and Yankee highlights. And you're right. I do recall yeah. Justin Verlander pitching very well. He was really good. He was very really good. smooth. He seems like he's found it. And Scherzer is just one game good, one game bad. And every time you need him, that's been. I think that's the biggest issue so far with him watching is how many times you've gone into a game saying, you know what, you got Scherzer on, you can build some momentum or be the stopper. No. He just poops the bed, as they say. He's a buzzkill. Oh, was such a buzzkill. Saturday night was just 
I don't know. He gave up four home runs. They showed a graphic. Last year, he gave up 17 home runs. I think with Saturday night, he's given up 23 already this year. 17 total for the whole for year? The, yes, for the year. And he's surpassed that by six or seven already. And we still have two months to go. Right. We're only in July. Holy God. I did see that the crime dog, Fred McGriff, got into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And Scott Rowland. Yes. Well, we knew they got in. Yesterday was the oh, induction. You saw that. Well, we that six months ago, we knew that. Yesterday was the ceremony. Oh, yesterday was the big ceremony mm-hmm. for that. Oh, okay, Jerry. Yeah. I don't know. Those guys. Eh. McGriff, I believe, was a Hall of Famer. Like, I actually was you, surprised he wasn't in. You Like when you do that test when you go, just say their name and you think, ooh. That's yes, a I, Hall of I would say Hall of Famer. You think McGriff. Fred McGriff. Yes. Roland, I don't. But good a, for him. He had a great nickname, the Crime Dog. The Crime Dog. And I got to see him uh, when I covered the Tampa Rays in their uh, inaugural season. Oh, there you go. He was there. You guys friends? The crime dog. No. Ever interview him? Uh, no. Just put your microphone in his face. Probably. Probably just. <laughs> I thought DA of the DA show had a fun tweet. He had all various pictures of uh, Fred McGriff mm-hmm. where his hat looks like a, 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 a light wind could blow it right off his head. <laughs> like he never put the hat down. It was like just sitting on the top of his head. How about that? That was a guy who's won on, on a lot of teams. Yeah. Fred McGriff. Well, that, but that in this day and age, that's what you get now. Yeah. Guys play for two, three, five teams, sometimes more. You know what team I'm sick of, Jerry? Uh, any team that plays in New York. Correct. But Washington Commanders. It's, I've had enough of them. We'll change the names. I've had it. Well, but it, it is different now. You've got the Harris and Magic Johnson group buying them. Yeah. So perhaps there'll be some stability with that in that franchise I now. Well, I'm just saying, like, we had all the crazy Daniel Snyder stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then you had, they weren't able to be called Redskins anymore. Right. Then they were Washington football team. Yes. Now they're the commanders. Right. No, but we're going to change it again, it sounds like. Yeah, now Magic Johnson wants to change the name Well, I don't again. think Magic Johnson wants to. He's got a very small part of this. I think it's more the ownership group. So does he, like, could you really say Magic Johnson's an owner of the Yes, part owner, commanders? sure. Yes. What part? I That I don't know. I, I can Google that for you. The punter you. and the kicker? Is that what he... Uh, How much percent? You want to know percentage, right? Yeah, I just want to know, like, is he just the face they put out there? Or is he actually had to fork over some cash? Let's like, do see. you think Magic Johnson had to write a check for the, to buy of the commanders? He did. What do you think? He just said, know. put my face on this? Yeah. Uh, let's I see have a here. Magic Johnson... <laughs> he says, look, I'm Magic Johnson. I'll be the face, but I am scratching a check for this team. I'm trying to see if I Not can that find. Kind of cash. So it was a six billion dollar purchase. If I can find the percentage, and yeah. just put my fader down, please. I don't know if something's going to pop up here or not. I want to know how much Magic Johnson's involved. Magic Johnson. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. I would guess probably somewhere in the range of five to ten percent. I don't know yeah. though, and nothing is really saying it. I forgot Magic Johnson made a ton of. Cash with uh, movie theaters. Yeah, you're yeah. Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movie theaters. Let's see. I Did... can't find it. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And no article does it say what percentage he has. Right. Harris has. He's got ownership stakes still, though, of the Dodgers, the L.A. Sparks of the WNBA, and the and Los Angeles FC of Major League Soccer. Also owns, how about this? Also owns more than 100 Starbucks. Magic Johnson? Yes. Magic Johnson. Yeah. Big Johnson. He has since sold them. 
Yeah, he has. So he sold them and made over $100 million. So he also owns a WNBA team? Yes. That's got to be tax write-off. That's got to be losing money. I don't know. That's why he's like, let me get some command. Let me get some NFL money in here. I don't know. Some real money now it makers. Says, now, hold on a second. Now, this article says, now this was written a couple of months ago, um, major share. So major this could, share? Yeah, this could be, you could have a lot more than I thought. Man, Magic Johnson, a scratch out. Hefty check for those commanders. So he's got Magic Johnson Enterprises. That's his business. Okay. That's worth over $700 million. He officially obtained a 4% stake. Oh, he's got 4%. So I was right. I said 5%. He's got 4 according to this article. Unfortunately, the Minnesota Vikings have the Lakers colors, but that would have been cool if Magic Johnson could have got that. Made Washington the Washington, Lakers. Washington, yeah. The <laughs> Take that big Johnson stuff. <laughs> the Washington that Lakers. That would not have been cool. You you love tradition. I do love the you Vikings like, tradition. And I, I know you love them. I think those Buccaneer uniforms are hideous, oh, and it just reminds them. me of a loser franchise. They do seem like losers. If I'm a Washington fan, like the one thing at least I can hang my hat on is that the colors have remained the same, and they still look like the team that I grew up watching. Yes. You make them yellow and purple. Yeah. Come on, stop it. There's a weird story out of a NFL, some sort of a relation to an NFL uh, team. There's a safety on the, I believe he's on the Colts, Rodney Thomas. Okay. His father was arrested for shooting a bald eagle. <laughs> what? Why did he shoot a bald eagle? I have no idea. Did you read the rest of the article? They're majestic animals. Are they an endangered species? Oh, yeah. Oh, very All endangered. Very. I don't believe they're endangered anymore. <laughs> so we want to rewind that? Oh, yeah, very endangered. No, you, nope, not anymore. You, you, he got arrested, so they're protected, that's for sure. Yeah. Can't oh, shoot it. That's like shooting America if you shoot a bald eagle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You know, people talk about burning flags. Shooting our, a bald eagle, he's going to go to jail. What happens if you shoot a bald eagle? <laughs> There just is ask, the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act. Yeah, just ask Rodney Thomas's father. He's yeah. going to find out. How about that? He did it in a uh, suburb of Pittsburgh back in May. Just blasted a bald eagle out of the sky. Then again, if you have a permit, it looks like you can shoot them. <laughs> the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act, enacted in 1940 and amended several times since, prohibits anyone without a permit issued by the Secretary of the Interior from taking bald or golden eagles, including their parts, nests, or eggs. I hope he didn't take the bird's parts. <laughs> <laughs> that would have had insult to injury. Yeah. So I guess if you... I don't know how many permits they would give out for that. Why would but you get a permit to shoot a bald eagle? I have no eagle? idea. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I have you no idea. You think you apply for that online? I'm gonna need I to think shoot you do everything bald. online now. I need to shoot a bald eagle. I'd like a permit. Well, to blast a bald eagle out of the sky, there are symbol of America. There are a lot of articles written about this. You know, so who if I you would, have some time this morning, feel free to read some. You know who I would have expected to shoot a bald eagle? May he rest in peace. Iron Sheik. That's the type of move he would have made. As of 2019, no longer endangered. Hmm, Eddie's right. Yes, Eddie's on top of this stuff. Oh, okay, I guess we could just go shooting bald eagles all we want now because they're not endangered. Well, these guys. Oh, won't you die, freaking eagles? <laughs> won't you please? <laughs> that was my anti-Philadelphia I eagle get song. that. I love bald eagles. I totally understand that. So here you got a couple of people in uh, Minnesota okay. that got arrested for shooting. a. Uh, this was in 2019. And the story says not endangered but still illegal. 
they shot the bald eagle. Um, they had to spend a year in prison, and they got $5,000 fines. Wow. Their excuse was they thought that it was a goose. By the way, can't shoot a goose either. You can't shoot a goose? Those are Canadian geese are protected. I was not aware of this. Can't shoot a geese. Okay. And Boomer and Geo just came in here like bat out of hell. <laughs> and with all My packages. Yeah. What's up, What's up, <laughs> and Boomer's now breaking Al. Al might have just broke a couple of ribs. It's very possible. On that note, we're gonna now he's being massaged in his neck area. I feel like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins <laughs> against the Bills. Oh, <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, as long as Al's still breathing, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo on the fan. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, it is Amy Johnson on the British Open. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. It is Amy Johnson on the British yeah, Open. I know. Well, can I, we were talking Magic Johnson, Amy Lawrence. It's what happens. What else, Al? I see the Yankees have hired uh, Andy Pettit yeah, as an advisor. For what? What do you think that pays? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I don't have a clue. Does he have to go in every day? Don't know. No. What, you think he's got to have an office? Yes. No. I know he comes walking in with a briefcase. I heard that thing yesterday. I'm like, what? what is the point of this now? Yeah. That's no. got to be I, – I don't think the Yankees have any jobs like that would pay under six figures for uh, a guy with a name, right? He's making at least 300 I, grand, I bet. I don't To be an advisor? Yes. For Aaron Boone to call him Correct. once in a while? I don't know. 300K. I don't know. Yeah, what do, I, do you think he's got to be available? They don't want to go over the luxury tax, but they're going to give Andy Pettit $300,000 just to give Aaron Boone an opinion once in a while? Do you think he has to be available every game in case Aaron Boone's got questions during the game? I don't know. I've never been an advisor. I know. That's the problem. I have no idea what type of a job this is, if it even is a job. I would love to be an advisor. Uh, yes, I know that. And a consultant. and Yes. And a, and a, and a coffee shop owner that pays minimal wage. <laughs> that's which you made, the going? Which you made very clear this morning. <laughs> I'd put out. I'd get one of those uh, iPads though, where I spin it around and make. Oh, you, you tip. want your tips? Want me, make me to make you Boy, tip What a my hypocrite people. you would be! Oh yeah, sit there and rail on the tip giving, and then you would open up a place and you'd start giving tips. I'm like, listen, I'm not paying my employees. You got to give these people Holy some tips. Crap! You got to tip them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, this, uh, you know, I love in football, Jerry. The uh, Titans have uh, released the photos of the Oilers uniforms they're going to be wearing this season okay. a couple times. But the people in Houston are angry because they think they are the Oilers. You well, know what they I'm were. Saying, Jerry? They were the Oilers. They were the Oilers. They yeah. moved. The Texans should wear them. That's what people are saying. I, I, I can understand that. I mean, the team is the Titans. I get it. But if your city was the Oilers, yeah, I get it. Makes right. sense. What if they both wore the uniforms and played each other? That'd be wild. One wears one the wears away. home, one yeah. wears the away. That would actually be kind of cool, right? Yeah, I'm not into all these retro uniforms, but that would be neat. That you would like? I would. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.